coming to you from the other bedroom where someone brought it. It's the Lost Remote Podcast. And this week, we have a special episode. We are building up the hype to Godzilla versus Kong. So we're going to be talking about three movies. Three, count them. We're going to start off looking at Godzilla 2014, which is the start of the legendary Titanverse, I think they want to try to label it. Uh, where we, you know, get to discover what our new Godzilla is looking like. 100% less Matthew Broderick, but a lot more action. Then we go back to the 70s to Skull Island to meet our new Kong. Uh, we've got John C. Riley, Samuel L. Jackson, and Captain Marvel. And then, well, and also Loki. And then we fast forward a little bit. We've got Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I, I know that's a little shade on uh, Loki for a second. We'll, we'll talk about it. Then we go forward. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, where we have the dude from Friday Night Lights and Eleven jumping around the world to, you know, follow 20,000 new titans that somehow have been sleeping under the earth. It's the build to Godzilla versus Kong, gentlemen. I'm joined here with Zach and Brian, as always. guys. Hype level, March 31st. How you feeling? Go ahead. I'm sitting at like a good solid eight right now. I'm not quite to the jack 10, but an eight, and I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I hope there is a uh, definite winner, unlike the previous Godzilla versus Kong. So One will fall, they've claimed. Uh, yes. I, I think the opportunity... Uh, I. I, let's build up to to where we think it's gonna lie. Uh, let's let's pick our winner at the end. But I uh, I do think you'll have some finality to this when it, when it's done. Uh, Brian, excitement uh, level? Oh, my hype level. I I'm not. I've learned not to participate in hype unless there's proven um, reason to. Uh, with this particular series, uh, getting hyped will lead you only to disappointment. Uh, that is not me saying I don't like these movies, but uh, they, they've, we'll talk more on why I have disappointments, but um, yeah, I'm not particularly hyped, hyped, even I, though it, I'm a huge fan of Godzilla. If you asked me after watching. Godzilla 2014, and from the rest, spoilers for three movies in this episode. So, don't oh, yeah, listen to the yeah, get ready. Off. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. get ready for the Godzilla versus Kong episodes and not expect us to talk about the plot of the three movies. Through my introduction, I can't even feign, you know, a, a like for King of the Monsters. I, if you had asked me where what I was thinking after 2014 and after Kong Skull Island. Bring it on. Uh, after King of the Monsters, I'm really worried that we're going to continue down that road of movie making, even though it's a different director than the movie making styles that I liked in the first two uh, components. And they've all been separate helmed movies and stuff. So who knows what we're going to get? And I don't think any of us have watched the trailer, right? I have I've watched the, the trailer. Tra You've watched the trailer? Yeah, the first one that came out, yeah. Yeah, I, I have blue trailers. Even so. though there are more and already like already like I've already seen stuff it's like, oh, this this version of the trailer has this uh 
in it, and I'm like, well, yeah, I knew that was going to be in the movie. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't uh, need a trailer to tell me that. Yeah. See, I when I'm a little different than a lot of people. I avoid trailers. When I know something that I like is going to come out, I do not watch trailers. I didn't watch any trailers for you know, most movies that I want to see. If I, I, I hear about the movie and if it has a you know, because a lot of it you can read by a little bit on IMDb and stuff, and I don't want to see it because I don't want to uh, have it given away, spoilers or anything like that, because that happens so much in movie trailers now. Wow, I, I, I'm different. I, I appreciate the art form of the storytelling in general, even if I know what the ending is already. And uh, it's mostly the journey for me. I, I do get frustrated by trailers where you can look at a thing and say, oh, that's definitely from the end, you know? And yeah, so... Fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I on on a lot of stuff I wind up watching it because I'm going to the theater. Lately, that hasn't been the case, so it's nice to uh, be going in fresh. I have seen a couple clips, and it to me it does look like it's channeling a little too much of the King of the Monsters like skyline and vibe. So I again I'm 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 hesitant, but I'm excited. Uh, Let's let's talk about the pieces here. Let's talk Godzilla 2014. Um, I I don't think we have to do our normal shtick of like you know 20 minutes through the whole no. thing, but like overall, there's several things that I really like about this movie. Uh, the score is an easy pick for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think it's got a good channeling of the you know the old kind of Godzilla style and really good suspense. I I think I've mentioned it on here before, and if not, definitely on the side, but there is weight and there is scope. And I feel like, you know, the complaints about the pacing aren't how I feel about it. Um, And I feel like everything has some level of importance to it, uh, which I think is something that kind of goes away in the next time we see Godzilla. So I just... Man, it's it's exactly what I was looking for when it came back. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I was really pleased with the kind of the anticipation and the buildup of just not throwing Godzilla out there and at, at the beginning, but you have that kind of slow build before you get to see the whole the whole monster. I really well, enjoyed with the, the first whole one, co- from twenty fourteen from the opening credits. I was absolutely hooked. The idea mm-hmm. of all the you know Pacific nuclear tests being attempts to kill Godzilla was mm-hmm. awesome. And they no were you know, they didn't have to like do dialogue about like in the 1940s they had to, you know, like they just you know, hit you with it and you like you get it. You get what they were doing, you get what was going on and you get that little tease of what he is and how strong he is, you know. So yeah, and I really like the redacted files for the credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Um yeah, with this movie, with that particular movie, I I was pretty much loving it while watching it until around the end because okay as someone who's watched all every godzilla uh when it comes to godzilla fighting other monsters you need to show that shit they didn't show a whole lot of that shit in fact they said hey this is about to happen and I, I don't mind showing a bit of it from the human perspective. But there's a lot of points in that movie, you just count them, uh, that uh, they're, <laughs> they're about to, Godzilla's about to go at it, like head to head with one of the, the two Mudos. 
and then it cuts cuts away from the fight. Yeah, yeah. you know it's funny it's, is I, it's too much Cloverfield for me. I, I don't notice it as much in this one. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, like it, it's kind of Cloverfield effect. Cloverfield mm -hmm. worked because it was about the people uh, in a in a monster uh, attacking New York City. You know, but uh, in this, this is two monsters going at it. You know, yeah, there's even the line, let them fight. Yeah. Which is I, lovely. Are you, are you talking about the Hawaiian scene, too, especially? where? No, it, the Hawaiian scene I'm fine with. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, I, know it's I, I get what you're talking about. That, that, like, when it comes to the final fight between yeah, when they're in San Francisco. Godzilla and the Mudos, there needed to be bigger chunks of the actual fight. We see, we see some... And, but we also like the when it finally comes down to it, we we see a, a couple of blows and then both the killing blows on both the monsters. What's What's funny is like I feel like I got enough of those, and like because like the parts that I got were so full, like the actual like killing strokes and like some of the weight of it, like I got what I was looking for there, and I get I get like the the there wasn't enough, but I I feel like it was like that right amount of awe from it, like. You know, like what I got from it more, I love like the quiet stuff, like the the panic as he's doing like the halo drop. Um, that scene was great. Oh my gosh! And he's just freaking out because he's right next to the shoulder as like stuff's going on, and then like the tail whipping through like Chinatown. Uh, all those things did enough for me that like when we do get to the fight, it, yeah, it could be ten minutes more. But like, God, I've said like way too many times. I'm sorry. The okay. King of the Monsters, I felt like they overcorrected so much, and we'll get to that. Like, oh, I think they under they 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 didn't correct enough. They even did even some teasers, man. I they did they did, and we'll talk about that. Like, and I'm like, guys, don't. But uh, yeah, I just I I know what you're talking about. You know, when you go talk about old Godzilla films, I mean, you get 20 minutes of rubber suit combat, which rules. But I got. I got what I was looking for from it. And so many just epic, like this dude is the G moments that I, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It just, and, it and didn't. You look at the old ones, you know, from Japan, they, they, they also have human stories. Uh, you know, you could forget about them sometimes, but the, yeah. the, there's, there's the human stuff going on as well. And um, they, they managed to cut it properly while the fight's going on and what the human stuff's happening you know back and forth you know i just the they they i i like this the first godzilla movie i will say was a proper intro even though i didn't get enough fightage for me personally i still feel the movie did its job great sure. and set it up Awesome. I was like, but I was like, okay, now that we've done, okay, this is the, this is the human perspective of what's going on now. Now the, any further movies, if they do, cause I wasn't sure if they were going to do any more, um, because you know, we've been let down in the past. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, okay. Now we can, now we can do a little bit more the monsters in the next ones. So Zach, uh, sure. thoughts on the uh, the fight argument? Like, how did you uh, feel? You, in in the in 
2014, the fights worked for me. I get where Brian's coming from. It would have been nice to see a little bit more of a of the scraping between the Mudos and and Godzilla, but it, playing with the you know Elizabeth Olsen and um, Aaron Johnson, sorry, uh, it, I I thought they mixed it really well. I was really happy with it. Um, I know it, it, there could have been more fighting, but I wasn't. It, it wasn't a killer for me. I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, oh, I thought they did a, a pretty great job with it actually the the yeah. only things that i have problems with on this is um when the when the mudos crawl out of somewhere there's a huge you know like crevice in the earth where they crawl out from under in a huge hole how does nobody see that from you know you're flying helicopters over these places and you don't see these holes and you don't see this gigantic trench that's all of a sudden been carved out you know, I don't get that, but you know, I, I think it. And like the ones from uh, the the nuclear uh, mountain, you know, that's where it's going to Vegas, and the other one from the the hole, and I think it was the Philippines, and the year ninety nine in the movie world or whatever, where it was going up to Japan. But you could, you know, how do you miss those when you fly over them? Hollywood. Oh, yeah, well, we get there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that—that's—that's that's one of the things that makes me laugh. It's like it's kind of like, oh, come on, y'all just flew over with a helicopter. You would have seen that hit, that mm -hmm. trench that's going, you know. So, but that's just nitpicking. So. so, uh, some good epic stuff. Like, I get it. Uh, some people don't like. Um, Kickass's performance. What's his name? Uh, something. He's got one of those like three name things. Yeah, it's. Um, I. Oh man. I'm down with Johnson it. He. Him. Yeah. He just yeah. got back from from duty, active duty. He's got this long running, obvious like unresolved trauma with his dad, and he has to go back to and stuff. Like he's. He's he is our our conduit for being a part of the movie and stuff, and I, I I think it works enough. I don't think it's the strongest part of it, but it it worked enough for me. Like all all the human stuff, I thought was fine. Everybody, a lot of friends I talked to that love King of the Monsters were like, "Whoa, it was way over too overdone." And I thought it did the correct thing of getting you to the place where the next thing needed to be, and relaying just the scale of how amazing this was. Like the kid on the school bus on the Golden Gate Bridge when the missiles come in and Godzilla just raises up and stops it. Awesome. Everything's awesome in this movie. Mm -hmm. You just want more. Brian's complaint is he wants more. That's a great mm -hmm. problem to have. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, 2014 for me, bring on the next thing. You know, let's see what we get. Any other yeah. thoughts on, 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 on the actual uh, movie? No, no, I I liked it. I liked that the uh, the main you know protagonist, the uh, Ford Brody, and them were named after. Uh, to me, that just and like how you see Godzilla with it, uh, and the dad's chasing it. It just screams Jaws to me, like the <laughs> the sheriff, you know. And then I looked up, and that's that's where the last name came from. Nice. Oh. But you know, other than that, it was, it was just fun. I, I really enjoyed watching it. So. <laughs> it's just the same universe as Jaws. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. That's, I do have a... Well, uh, Jaws a, would be done because Godzilla thing. would just swallow them whole. 
Well, that's <laughs> that's that's the baby. It's not even full grown Jaws yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Meg. It, it, it becomes yeah. That's what you say. It becomes the Meg. Mega Meg. Because <laughs> even Megs aren't big enough. I do have a same universe thing we'll talk about in a bit. Oh dear. Ooh, hmm. gumdrops. <laughs> so after so, we finished Godzilla 2014, like RG yeah, we head into the, the 70s. We're yep. we're going back to what is it 73, I believe. Mm-hmm. Skull wow. Island. Early 70s, Skull Island. <laughs> big fan, big uh, fan. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoy it. And this is kind of the opposite how it starts off is you get the shot of Kong pretty quick in this. You get the, the hands and the face, you know. And I kind of enjoyed starting it off like that. With John C. Riley and or not John C. Riley yet, but you know, who will become <laughs> John C. Riley later and his uh, Japanese uh dog fighting you know, adversary running through the jungle trying to kill each other, and here comes Kong. Yeah, it's a great reveal, I felt like the um the rival, you know, a Japanese military versus American military, and then a much different <laughs> uh <laughs> adversary maybe shows up. I, I love that reveal. I thought that was a hot start to the movie again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're two for two on on how to how to get me interested into the product. Um, so it just I was I was in the uh, keep talking about it. Like how do how do we get to uh, Skull Island? Set the stage here. Where what are we doing? So um, in this, John Goodman works for a company called Monarch, and they are uh, they find satellite images of Skull Island that's protected by a giant hurricane, which is why nobody else has it. And so nobody had satellite footages of it till now. So he goes to Congress and gets approval to go to the island. Uh, he enlists the help of uh, the Army uh, helicopter pilot corps, I guess, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson leading the way, picks up Loki. And then uh, Captain Marvel piggybacks. So we fly to the island and our army buddies cause some havoc and Kong gets pissed. <laughs> Super pissed and annihilates them. So, yeah. All right. When, when you watch that, what do you think of when Kong shows up to take down the helicopters? What do I think of? Yeah. What? what did, I mean, what did you think? Did you like it? Did you? Yeah. Like that that first <laughs> that first tree coming through the helicopter, I was like, "Ooh, shit's going down!" Yeah, 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 yeah. It it's a good scene. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. It's just you know, it's okay. I'm gonna okay. When we uh, this, this feels like it should be later on me saying this, but I'm just gonna say it now. When it comes to epic destruction and monster fighting, uh, I really like Pacific Rim. They did a really mm-hmm. good job on that. The, the human stuff was mostly garbage, but you know, whatever. Um, I didn't go to that movie for epic plot, you know? <laughs> sure. So, sometimes I go to a movie, even though I have like this whole, you know, where I see a whole lot and I like analyze the story, blah, blah, blah. That's not every time. When, when I want to watch monsters fighting, that's what I go to see. Uh, only on a few occasions seeing monsters fighting do I care about the plot, and that's very few movies, and that'd be like, uh, you know, uh, 
Freddy versus Jason. I was like, if they screw this up, I'm not <laughs> going to be very happy with the movie. Um, yeah, when, but when monsters are just attacking people and they were caught unawares, I love that stuff, especially mm-hmm. when they're giants. And this was a great scene. I mean, the, I, 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 my favorite line out of that entire movie was from, I don't know the guy's name, but you'll know who I'm talking about. He's like, yes, that was an unconventional encounter. <laughs> oh yeah, when he's eating the food after they get their ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. yeah that How can was you eat like this? We just got messed I'm up trying. by whatever. He's like, yeah, that was an unconventional. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Guy. Yeah, the like Lieutenant that. Dan guy. He 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 reminded yeah. me so much of Gary Sinise, but it's not Gary Sinise. Yeah. He just he was very no. much Gary Sinise. Um, unconventional encounter. <laughs> yeah, and he's just Press, eating his like you know, forks and beans and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yep. I, the my favorite line out of it, like okay, so two second thought on twenty fourteen. It was like a real cool artsy reintroduction of a just legendary character. Kong Skull Island, this idea of flashing back to the seventies, so we get a younger Kong and then can come back to him after his growth spurt, and we can also get a kick ass like 70s Vietnam War soundtrack without being a 70s Vietnam War movie, but also being a 70s Vietnam War yeah. movie yeah, was also a really cool approach, and it took me completely off guard. And, you know, that was one where I did see the trailer, and I'm like, uh, is this going to be too funny, like, with John C. Riley, Like, are they going to screw this up? And I thought the balance was really there for some good stuff. Um, I, man, I dug it. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson really counterbalanced that humorous nature. Why did he? Yeah, oh man, yeah. Sam. Sam was not a happy camper in that movie. There's a line in the beginning where he talks about what is it? People go home when they're done fighting. You know, you're still here, and he's. They're talking to mm-hmm. uh, Hiddleston, Hiddleston? Yeah. but really, it's a line about Samuel L. Jackson's character. Samuel L. Jackson is not does not have the Vietnam War resolved, you know, oh. mm-hmm. in his head. Yeah, he has nothing to go home to. Yeah, and so it, it it just it it has all these things thrown into a a fun Skull Island movie that are that I think play off well throughout it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I the, one of my favorite parts about this too is the. Uh, Kong, like, he likes, he's intrigued by Brie Larson, and he's not, like, obsessed with her character, like in all the other Kong movies, where he's just trying to take the, you know, the the blonde to be his little toy or trophy or whatever. I really enjoyed that his main focus is just, you know, keeping one of the skull crushers from overtaking the island. <laughs> yeah, so they establish a bunch of stuff that's, going to be a bigger part of the universe than just Godzilla exists and so yeah. do two other monsters. The yeah. this movie establishes Hollow Earth which when we start to talk about King of the Monsters I'll lay into a little bit but I want to hear some thoughts around that. And then Skull Island is obviously what the best part of any Kong movie is always the time at Skull Island. Yeah. Uh, once he oh, once he gets to land, he always gets scared. He climbs up and he dies, or he gets a heart, a artificial heart, if there's a sequel or something. The 
it's just so cool to be he's almost our avatar if we lived in the day of the dinosaurs right like you kind of you feel like Mm -hmm. you're kong and you're experiencing the rest of these monsters through his perspective somewhat and then through the other humans of course but you almost anytime you're there it's just like you're like this is cool (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it's scary but kong rules and so it's to have the whole movie there immediately makes it like my favorite King Kong movie. You know, it just, I, I don't need the boat ride over. I don't need the Empire State Building and stuff. I've seen that a couple times. So it, it, it's a great nightmare factory that they set up there with like mm. giant tree spiders. And oh, like, I was so happy to see that. I was oh, like, my oh gosh. man. Mm-hmm. I loved all the mega fauna in in skull island i I was like yes this is this is this is how you portray this place it was great um they i thought they really established a cool a cool world for it and our kong is you know young we don't know what adolescent kong means but um it's he is (laughs) yeah so my question on this is, is we know Kong's young and we know that the uh, skull crushers or whatever kill the parents, kill his parents. Mm-hmm. Is John C. Riley's character on the island when the parents die? Uh, I don't think so. Um, okay, I didn't know if it's just something that, uh, you know, like the uh, non-communicate think... uh, indigenous population of Skull Island <laughs> portrayed to him that. Uh, well, I mean, it is, it's possible. Uh, I have so, doubts, and that's so. I'm curious if that was. Well, yeah, I'm so. What I'm saying is, I'm curious if it was Kong that found them at the beginning, or if it was one of his parents. The, huh? I mean, I, which, don't think, I don't think it's something we should dwell on heavily. It's it, yeah, it's an insignificant question. I, I just yeah. something that you know popped in my head when I was watching it, but I, I really enjoyed. I even enjoyed finding the graveyard. And uh, did you guys notice the triceratops? Um, in the graveyard. No, well, I mean, probably before. But it's just the skull, time. the Triceratops skull, but it kind of feeds into some of the other Kong, uh, you know, King Kong movies where there there were dinosaurs on the the actual island with him. Oh yeah, it is definitely you know a land that time forgot for sure. I mean, that's the whole yeah. point, the whole the whole place. It's just even it's filled with even more than just big lizards. Mm-hmm. And I, I also like kind of the uh, the stick. I think it's Chapman when Chapman gets killed mm-hmm. that he's like the stick the shooting the stick little bug or whatever. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. The even the like the locals, I really thought they were a, a cool approach to the race. Like they were just it was all extremely dope. <laughs> I don't I don't have any like deep dive into there. It it had a little bit of balancing to do, and I thought it did it well. Um, we got Kong using innovation when he was outpowered, which <laughs> that should come back. You know, when he picks up the tree and like holds it, and then scrapes off all the limbs and stuff. Yeah, uses cool. it as the bat <laughs> or a club. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I also like when he got the ships. Yeah, when, when he got tied up in the chain and then used it for the uh, propeller, used yeah. the propeller as the weapon. That was really nice. And by the way, uh, 
Brie Larson should have her character should have been in the army because she nailed that thing in the eyeball with the flare. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> she, I, I just I laugh. Yeah. When I see that. I'm like, that was okay. a little a little yeah. much. <laughs> they, yeah. But whatever. I know, I know. That's that's I also really dig uh, when Hollywood being Hollywood. Yeah. I always enjoy when Sam uh, and when Samuel L. Jackson's character dies. Oh, I thought you were going to say he got to do his line from Jurassic Park again. Wow. He gave oh, yeah? a hold on to your butts. Uh-huh. I, oh, I yeah. appreciate that. And I have, and I, I don't, I don't think there's an official place to do it. I have, a, I think I have a sweet treat. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go for I it. I know we're doing it this week, but hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you guys want to throw out candy, go ahead. So John C. Riley's character plays this World War II vet, you know, that stumbles onto the island and stuck there until 73. Spoiler alert, he gets off. And he's got this Japanese, you know, sword, this katana uh-huh. that he got from his dead friend that he had crashed there with. Uh, I think that in 2005, his nephew Brennan, or no, it'd be Dale, had that sword passed on to him and then when he was in an airport and ran into Randy Jackson, he got it signed. And so Step Brothers is in the same universe oh, as Kong Skull Island. I think it's the same sword that he had J- Randy Jackson from American Idol sign. And now they're probably both dead after the events of Oh, yeah. Monsters. Yeah. We'll get that. Uh, so, but John C. Riley actually had the best lines in this movie. Like when they wanted to go, we did. East is best, West is worst. That's why we say it. It's a saying. That was really good. <laughs> He's like, the... You're a good group of boys. You're a good looking group of boys. We're all going to die, but you're a good looking group of boys to die with. Yeah. There's a, you get and one F bomb, you know, in a PG 13. I forget what his line in there was where he used it, but it was so good. I'm, I tried to remember. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, uh... I, I, the other one I really liked, and I don't remember if it's the F-bomb one, but there, he's like talking about going around the graveyard, and he's like, yeah, what do I know? I've only been here for 29 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I do like, like his, his character's a pretty goofy character, but I do like it when he gets serious. He does get serious in this movie. He's like, no. Yeah, I can't, I can't yeah, quite recall the lines and stuff, but he, it was in regards to... Samuel Jackson, and he was just like, "No, man, we need to no." Yeah, he was very well, adamant. and it was an earned crazy. Yeah, it it was a yeah. very oh, yeah. earned. It wasn't just like a oh, I'm wacky. Yeah, you, you know, his first thing is like, "Wow, I can't believe you guys are real. Are you real?" You know, like yeah, it, that's that... that's a reasonable reaction. You know, and he hasn't had people to speak English to in you know thirty speak years at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure him and the uh, the Japanese guy they they learn how to communicate. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and we don't know when he died. Yeah, we don't know when. Because they spent what was it eight years of their life building that boat, or six yeah. years or whatever it was. I I don't know. And I also like when he's debating the kid on the who's better, the Tigers or the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Who would win? It reminded me of the... a tiger or a cub. A tiger, a cub's a baby. <laughs> I love that. It reminded me of the discussion in the other guys uh, when he's talking about like, 
you're a tuna and I'm a lion. I'm going to eat you. And like Will Ferrell switches it back on him with, first of all, a lion in the ocean. Are you kidding me? You know, (laughs) when he breaks him (laughs) down on that. Uh, So so, out of the first two though, this is, I I think Skull Island's better than 2014 just because, I mean, I like 2000 Godzilla 2014. I just think Skull Island's better. I think that if we're going toward the trajectory, which I thought was obvious at this, that, we're we're going uphill. We're we've got better between movie one and movie two. I I it's weird because I know like Skull Island's probably the more entertaining, but I still just like the the overall experience of 2014 so much. I I think they're both great. I think they're absolutely terrific. So what an awesome problem to have. Yeah. Um Brian, I'm curious, and I think you'd be the kind of guy to talk about this. What are your thoughts, and what is what do you know already about Hollow Earth theory and stuff? <laughs> I'm sure that's something you've okay enjoyed knowing. And all right, folks. Like so before. this is going to this this part of the discussion is also going to involve the the third movie here. I am happy that they have decided it's okay to go a little wacky. Because that's how the Japanese did it. Mm-hmm. All the Japanese plots and then the Godzilla movies are damned wacky. It's not about real science. It's not all this stuff. You know, it's 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 all about facilitating the monsters. That's the Hollow Earth. I I, I get how someone might be like, oh, that's just some yeah, but that's you know, Hollow Earth. It's a crazy thing. You know, underground civilizations. Blah 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 blah. You know, and then thank God they did the right thing, at least in Godzilla King of the Monsters, and made King Ghidorah an alien. Because that's what he is. Mm-hmm. And always yep. has been. I, I, I liked it here, and we'll talk about it in the second one, mm-hmm. or in the third movie in a minute, but the the idea that the earth has a whole bunch of monsters running around inside of it kind of terrifying kind of cool <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a good way to explain where they've been uh, you know like, it works it works for what they're trying to set up uh, a couple humans get to leave the island um they discover some cave art that teases the godzilla versus ghidorah uh arthur of 20, whatever, 16 or 17 squeals in excitement in a theater where people have left uh, yeah. and sets the stage for King of the Monsters. Is there other, anything else to kind of scrape before we get into the, the third to where we can tie this whole thing together and give our overall thoughts? No, just that uh, I am, I was, I had a very, I don't think I had any complaints about uh, Kong Skull Island personally the, the, the people have have yeah what, what do you got zach well you mentioned um stepbrothers earlier and uh, i like that oh, the God. story at the beginning is john c Riley's dad and stepbrothers oh oh yeah because now uh, he had some of the old bull now maybe kong wants some of the young calf <laughs> sorry oh boy um sweet treat jim varney 
That's right. He'd have been perfect. <laughs> the uh... so yeah, let's let's get into King of Monsters, man. Okay, I <laughs> let me let me kind of like talk about what happened in between. People complained about 2014 a bit. Um, I don't, I don't know if I think Legendary at some point got solely sold over to a like the Chinese theater group. I think before it was like a joint partnership. I don't, I don't have the timeline on that, but I think there was some transition there with Legendary as a whole, the distributor. People complained about not enough monster fighting and focusing on the people. And they're like, all right, we got it, we got it, we got it. Uh, in my opinion, they don't got it. Uh, so King of the Monsters, we go from Monarch being this small organization of like, yeah, we're aware there's monsters, mm -hmm. and we're kind of walking around trying to get to them, to we have the a bigger jet, bigger, better jet than the X-Men. Uh, we're holding... Uh, Mothra, Cocoon Mothra, like, where... Not only that, just... <laughs> I mean, you, you mentioned that, but they're holding 19 other Titans. Oh, that's right. I So, okay, so to be fair, I watched Skull Island in 2014 again before this. The majority of King of the Monsters is burned into my memory, and I don't mm -hmm. care to watch it again. I might in the next week, but... I I, I don't Some mind little... it as much. I mean, there's there's faults with it, but yeah. So so Monarch has 19 Titans that they've discovered, and apparently an unlimited budget from uh, <laughs> I don't know governments worldwide. <laughs> I don't know how well, or whatever, but they they have the like the base that rivals the Meg, the base in the Meg. They have the best ship ever created or the best plane ever created, and it's you know they, I, I don't. And the, the, everyone's way too cool with the fact that Godzilla showed up. Like regular people, it does not seem. I would, yeah. I would expect a world <laughs> just already in like just disarray and riots and stuff. I, I don't know. I just think everything it, would have fallen apart. It's. I mean, it's five years, so I mean, we don't know. Like, but yeah, I agree with you. Everything seems too normal. It's too many. Too many characters in the movie are pro Godzilla. Now exactly. Like, yeah, you're like, hey, 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 hey. You guys, you know, you don't need to worry about it. no, no, in the in the, in the Godzilla movies, like the first telling of Godzilla, yeah, he was he was the protagonist in all the movies. Yeah. In the second two timelines that they did with Godzilla in Japan. Yes, he was the good guy, but he was still considered a threat because he is. Right. Yeah. Um there's but too many of the characters are like they 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 don't they are afraid of him, but they also are like, "Hey, yeah, he's he's our guy, you know. He's our wrestler that we back in the, in the matches, you know, that kind of thing." Yeah, he's like, he's no. our face. Yeah, it's like oh, he's the tweener. He's the yeah. he's the stone cold. Like he could kick your ass too, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that the reason that they might be so cool with him is because you know after the fifties where they tried to kill him, he kind of goes and hides, and you know he doesn't try to. 
well, run everything they, over. And then well, when he appears in 2014, he's only going after, you know, the motos. He's not. There was the ending else. to. There Moves, was the ending whatever. real quick to 2014 where they're like hero or whatever at the on the yeah, news yeah, as he's yeah. going to the ocean. Yeah. And it's it's all right for people that like it, it, it's it, like you know people would cheer. It's like yeah, the guy he like if they if they were well aware of what went on, which they wouldn't because no cameras could have recorded the event, and yep. eyewitnesses would have been low. And you're like, you know, anyone who's like, well, why couldn't cameras record the event? That sounds weird. It's like, well, the one of both of the Mudos projected a EMP, which would have destroyed any digital recording devices and even non-digital ones that still have electronic uh, function. You would have, so, yeah. You'd have scattered pictures. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd have you'd have to have totally mechanical, non-electrical, photo photography, and that's it. That's all you'd have of the entire event. Um, but yeah, but him him being like, you know, it's cool for people to cheer because now he's going off to sea. You don't need, you don't even need to drive him out of town. He's going back, you know, whatever. And that's pretty standard for Godzilla movies. Uh, when the fights are over, and you know, there's a, they're always watching him go off somewhere usually. But uh, going back to so, going back to Antarctica to be frozen again. <laughs> So there's eco terrorists. This is okay. the The whole movie gets real stupid real quick. Yep. You know, we know from the trailer that Eleven's going to be a big part of it, and for some reason, her mom is part of this eco terrorist group that wants to free all the monsters. For... Oh, because Godzilla and the Mutos killed her son, so she wants to free all the monsters to uh, <laughs> I guess why. wipe out humanity. That's not her reasoning, but. Uh, I want to say this again. Okay, so yeah, this this movie is a little, like pretty dumb when it comes to motivations and what's going on. The best part, like they had to make it to to where even the humans were the the cause of the event. Most of the Godzilla movies aren't like that. Yeah, like Monster Zero should just come up by him him damn self. And that's where when they talk, when people are like, I, I remember feedback, and I, and I, I know we need to kind of like sum up what this movie is here in a second, but like, mm -hmm. I remember feedback afterwards. People are like, oh, it was so great. They didn't focus on the human stuff anymore. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? There's double yeah. crosses on double crosses. There's eco-terrorists. There's stupid stuff. There's, yeah. oh, my daughter's in Boston surrounded by radiation. I'm sure we can save her stuff. Like, it's all... <laughs> The dumbest people stuff I've seen in a movie in years. Yeah, and it's, it's just people stuff. everywhere. So, okay, real quick, let's just sum up King of the Monsters. Uh, somehow the super jet can get you anywhere in the world in like 20 minutes. Uh, once King Ghidorah gets unfrozen, a whole bunch of other monsters are rocking the planet. Like, yeah, he, the, he, the, the he entire world. All of them. He yeah. calls to wake up all the, all the titans. But see, and here's something I have a problem with. They said they have oh. 19, but only like six come up that you see. Well, they, well that, to that's be fine, Zach. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. When, I know. When, I know. <clears throat> now, I like the, I like the montage like of different monsters. I did because uh, I wanted to see what they were going to. I wanted to see who I was going to recognize. Right. Yeah. And <clears throat> pardon. They actually did a whole lot of new ones. Yeah. And some of some them cool. are some of them are pretty cool. They had some mm -hmm. cool ideas for him too, as mm -hmm. far as like what what they were and yeah. stuff like that. There were some there were some interesting notes out of it, but um, 
you know, all of a sudden we go from Antarctica to Brazil, where there's an exploding volcano. Then all of a sudden we're in Boston. And the whole explanation for it is, oh, hollow earth. They can just get wherever real quick. There's still a distance to the hollow earth. You have. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't think a lot of them were actually traveling via hollow earth because they were wrecking shit along the way. Well, yeah. uh, how do you explain uh, the, them all showing up at Boston at the same time? At the this, end? This I think movie, those are all the ones that were in America at um, timing and distance. They they yeah. they wanted to portray that this is a global thing that all the monsters are. You know, and Zach's complaint about oh, only six show up. I was like, well, Zach, those are the only ones who could get there in time. Yeah, I don't no, even it, think it they just, could. They could. I, I just wanted things. to see. Almost, I just wanted to see some of the other monsters of the nineteen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, but I get almost, it. There's plenty of time um, for that. But um, when it comes so, to yeah, only a few of them should have been able to make it. But uh, like to, three to Boston. I think if, if I yeah. look at the, if I recall the map, only three of them would have even been close. Yeah, because there's some of them across the Atlantic and everything. So uh, another side point: I wish none of them had shown up because I thought that bowing scene was cringe as fuck. Oh, was t- oh yeah. Well, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, I know why it was there, but it, yeah, I was like, I just laughed when I saw. It. I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Ghidorah guys. wakes up, a couple fights, Rodan blows up a volcano, Mothra gets sacrificed, Ghidorah looks kick-ass, Godzilla's gonna fight him. Got you know, they're in Boston. They're gonna save Eleven. Godzilla goes super nuclear, wins, and then a bunch of monsters or titans bow to him, and oh. that's the movie. Uh, now, now let's feel free to just jump into any part of that. Like, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, even though, uh, the human stuff is garbage, I did love, I did love the initial Rodan stuff where, because I like, I love when they were, when Rodan was chasing them and, and the fighter, like, that was a good scene. He wasn't mm-hmm. even fighting another monster, which I don't always need. I don't mind people dealing with the monsters when they are actually dealing with the monster. Yeah. That's them dealing with Rodan, and that was a great scene. That was a good highlight scene for Rodan. Supersonic yes. Jet getting chased by Rodan, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, the spin move, it was like, oh my god. Uh, mm-hmm. so I'm really hard on this movie. Fighter pilots. Yeah. yeah, I'm really hard on this movie, but I will say this. The monster design for your core four, especially. Yeah. I mean, Godzilla, I already, I already love the look of the 2014. Like we're continuing Uh that. Awesome. Uh, Rodan looked fantastic. Mothra is breathtaking. Yes, Uh, they did. I was, that was the one I was worried about the most because I was like, that's a difficult one. You look at the old Mothras, they don't change old Mothra much. Yeah. uh, From telling to telling for anyone who doesn't know, there's, basically three primary storylines of Godzilla and they all start with the first one. And then you got the initial when Godzilla became real popular and they, and it went died down. Then they started it up again, 1985. And then that one had a, a, a run with one of my favorite Godzilla movies, uh, pardon <laughs> Godzilla versus Biolante. Uh, mm-hmm. and then they started again around the two thousands with a new Godzilla look. All that stuff. Yeah, uh, after uh, after the Broderick. Yeah, and all of those, Mothra, barely changes at all. Everyone else I, has a little bit of an update. Mothra barely changes. So I was real worried. I was like, "Ooh, how are they going to do this?" And they did a great job. Mothra. And then Mothra's barely there. But yeah. Ghidorah, especially, 
I really liked that the three heads had different personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought mm-hmm. their handling of Ghidorah was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I was there for it. So like they did, they did a couple things, right? Mm-hmm. But, There's gems, but yeah. But every, in Antarctica, we had the fight where they do the cutaway in Boston. Like talking about your thing about the let them fight. There was the, all right, let's do this. And right when they're about to hit, the helicopter <laughs> flies in the, front of the camera. No, the big jet does. Oh, yeah. The I, big I, in jet. the theater, I was, I was with my buddy who we've gone to, to watch all these together, at least the Godzilla ones. And the jet comes, like they're about to collide, and the jet comes to cover the scene. And I go, and I start in the theater pushing it away. I'm like, get out of the way. I, that feels <laughs> like a deliberate I... troll to me. I was already very bored at that point, and I was just exhausted by the movie, and I almost walked out at that. And I, I, I stuck it out, but it was just the last bit of like, you know what? Screw you. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't handle it, man. Like It had already been so dumb so many times and had so much little promise but it had the same problem, and I know I've mentioned this offline with you guys, that Independence Day 2 had, where you had, like, these six characters, but instead of spreading them out and just going, like, oh, what's happening in Brazil with Tim? You know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Or jamming all six of them together. You jam them on the same, like, put them in the jet, and you fly them around everywhere, and you make it to where they're the only thing that matters, and it's so stupid. So stupid. And the, it was just, the movie was, I know it's a movie about big monsters fighting, but it was offensively dumb. Yeah, they're, they're like I, I mentioned before, that there's a lot of wackiness to the plots and stuff. They're wacky in the old Japanese and in the mid-Japanese and the more new Japanese, but they're not like this kind of dumb. This is, this is, uh, this is them... Well, they're not, Zach. They're not. No, 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 no. The the, the 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 science and the uh, the science is wacky and weird. That's all. The a lot of the character stuff isn't crazy. That's intentional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a. Yeah, wacky I don't. Science. I wouldn't have minded wacky. I it. I got spoiled with 2014 too much with the I, grounding and the awe and stuff like. I there's I no really wanted in these fights. I would just wanted them to push Mark off the ship. Yeah, <laughs> I did. if Mark's Sacrifice the guy Mark. from uh, Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights right? yeah. Oh, who the hell made the uh, Godzilla cave in the nuclear underneath the Earth? Would that have been the aliens or no? That know? was that was an ancient civilization. How did they survive? Well, I'm really wanting to say you, that you was hush, probably like hush. probably supposed to be something like Atlantis or something. Probably, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, yeah that, that, that's, that, that's the kind of wacky that's pretty standard and we don't need to worry about it too much oh that's just them being weird you know whatever yeah he has an ancient that, civilization he used to worship his kind as a god and he pretty much probably made it livable down there which is you know if there was like some well if if this if the surface of the earth was more radiated back then then they screw it you know we don't have to worry about it you know we we could play that game all day it's just that kind of that part of the human element isn't bad it's you know this is supposed to be a little wacky i mean for crying out loud, we're talking about giant monsters here right but it just i He's... just got frustrated because like the, the the people were handled so well in the first two no. and they just they just went so far off the rails and it made no sense and 
it was cool that uh was it the girl on the ship where she has a twin sister somewhere yeah. so they had like the mothra girls shoehorned yeah. in there kind of uh, i don't know who I, yeah. I revealed that to they didn't realize it and i was just like yeah yeah, yeah that, there, that, that was a callback to the mothra there, twins there was some little cool stuff but yep. just that's also I, they're also the uh daughters of the uh scientist in that lands on skull island or granddaughters the scientist oh, lands on skull island that's very cool I forgot. and the uh the the uh, Brooks is also in this from Skull Island. Not the same guy plays him, but it's a different guy that plays him. But yeah, he's in it as well. So they've obviously tried to do their their Marvel thing of putting a couple movies together. So the logical conclusion now is where we are at uh, March 31st, we get Godzilla versus Kong, which mm-hmm. is a remake, but... Is it you know it's it's a rehash I would say yeah it's not yeah. a remake right. this this is they 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 this series has been rebooted so many like like it, three times in Japan right yeah uh, and have a full continuous storyline so this is you know you could you could call it a Marvel thing but now this is Godzilla's been doing this for decades but um so uh what I got I got what. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm mild, oh, well, um, mildly excited. Yeah, I so, I well, go ahead, Zach. Me not seeing a trailer on this. Mm-hmm. I think that Godzilla has turned because there's the line at the end where Wolf he's our hero or our champion or whatever, and good thing he's on our side. And she's the one scientist says for now. I think that Godzilla turns full heel. He is realizing that he's just going to eliminate people in this. I think Godzilla's our big bad for this new one. And I think it all because they blew up his damn cave with <laughs> where he went to hibernate. I, in feet. I do like the theory that they're going to be fighting. And then the one says Mothra. And he goes, why did you say that name? Mothra. <laughs> Mothra. Mothra. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. I have my theory. Are we going into theories of what what are going to happen? What's going to okay, happen? Well, uh, go ahead. Uh, I, I I think because I be, have exp- yeah. Go ahead. I think they're going to be fighting, and I think we're going to get uh, uh, a Mecha Ghidorah. I think I think they're going to have to unite against a common. There's going to be a Mecha. Yeah, I I think there was enough teased in there yeah. uh, with the end of uh, King of the Monsters. And again, oh god, how terrible is that kneeling scene of all the monsters oh, bowing, curtsying to Godzilla? But they they had the components, and they have the technology. I think we're going to get a mecha. I think they're going to team up, and I think Godzilla is going to eat it. And I think there's going to be an egg found somewhere. That's that's how I see it. Yeah, that that's a possibility. I I I would I wouldn't uh, go full. I'm not going full on uh, Mecha Ghidorah. Uh, I will. I will put down some uh, chips on uh, Mecha Godzilla. Oh. Uh, we've already seen a modern Mecha Godzilla that hasn't been in any other movie except um, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? And that one looks a lot more like 2014 Godzilla than any other Mecha Godzilla. So. I think I think I think Kong will quote unquote win the fight, and it's going to be some baby back bullshit. But you know, like this Godzilla is just so ramped up power level. Like Kong is going to get stronger and bigger. Uh, we know that because they talked about how he's younger. 
But this Godzilla is just so friggin' awesome. You know, yeah. when he goes thermonuclear or whatever in Boston, that's well, funny, funny thing, uh, when I was talking to my buddy Carl, and we were about to go see it, and I was like, well, here's what's going to be in the movie, because uh, I know all the big staples of Godzilla imagery. We're going to, and, and it, this is this is not me being super insightful. This is, this is me talking to the audience. Um, this is not me being super insightful. <clears throat> this is me having watched all the Godzilla movies. I was like, here's what we're going to see. He's like, what? He's like, we're going to see Mothra sacrifice herself. <laughs> Check. That's in the movie. Uh, we're going to see uh, uh, a like the one, and I didn't, I didn't say we we're going to see this, but I did mention this as one of the images that is really sticks out in my mind, and that's in Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, which is where we get the thermonuclear Godzilla, the glowy redness, because that's in. That's in the 1984. That's in the second uh, telling of Godzilla, and that's a Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. It's one of the later ones on that one, and he is he's going full on nuclear after he had to absorb some extra juice in the previous movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, that's one of the major images of Godzilla, and we got that. What else we get? I think uh, we got Rodan getting his butt kicked at one point. Rodan's a good jobber. Yeah, he is. He's a good jobber. He's also. He's also uh, one of the better allies of Godzilla in, in, in history, at least. So we'll see how that goes. I, I don't want this to be just... I know some people would might disagree, but I just don't want this to be just King Kong and Godzilla. I don't. I don't think it will be. No, because uh, movies like this one... If, if Oh, man. I, I'm very concerned about having returning cast. I really appreciate it that the first three had evolution like we didn't have to like pick someone as our i know ken watanabe came back for king of monsters but he had every reason to yeah we yeah, didn't like, have to bring kick-ass back we didn't have to have scarlet witch back like there was no need there's no need for 11 to come back she should be dying of cancer somewhere she was not rescued they were she in had Boston. no right to survive the first movie anyway you know yeah, right. Like, like none of the other Godzilla movies do that. I don't recall. <laughs> yeah, Everyone else like gets the hell away, and they watch the fight from a distance. Yeah. They're never in under it, you know. And that's that's the death zone, man. That's that's uh, Daenerys attacking King's Landing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone dies except plot armor. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I. Uh, I don't. I don't have a problem that um, Millie Bobby Brown's back in it, but I don't think she should be as central. And her dad, Mark, or whatever, they shouldn't be as central to the story. It shouldn't revolve so much around. I, I'm telling you guys, get ready. I can oh, I'm sure. Smell it. I can smell it. It's going to be all the human stuff. If you didn't like it in the in King of Monsters, you're not going to like the human stuff in this one. Zach, the mics get just don't, no. Yeah, it's a little too with. close. To, okay, good. It was getting a little left. Yeah, no, sorry, it's guys. it's gonna be. That's what I'm saying. Is they keep they keep taking the wrong lesson. Yeah. Uh, they took the wrong lesson after the first Godzilla, when because Kong was already in in flight, so it wasn't affected. But I think, I think some reasonable guidance isn't there now. Here's the news: is we'll have our fourth different director. You know, so whether or not he's 
they're executing uh, the, a plan or they got to put in their own vision on it. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll they see. subvert our expectations. Well, and <laughs> forgive me if I'm wrong. This, this movie might have already been going to whenever, uh, you know, before the Backlash King of Monsters, because I believe this was originally slated for a 2020 release. Yeah, but King I, I, of Monsters is... I'm also not putting... 2019. Well, who the director was is. It? I don't think they're going to have yeah. a lot pull on what's going here's on. what i'm excited about when it comes to the director here's where <laughs> i think it could be an interesting film if he got some some flex to it here's the movies he's directed vhs mm-hmm. the new the 2016 blair witch and one of my favorites of the last 10 years you're next uh-huh. it's a horror director yeah. Are we going and it, like Skull Island was a horror movie? Are yeah. are what where will that seep in or did he just know somebody and did a good pitch and he was a big fan? That's what I'm curious about. Like is that seeping over? Is he oh, going to give us some of that? I, or? I don't want to shit on your your in, in your serial man, but I don't think with movies like this, these big franchises, I don't think the directors get a whole lot of flex. I Man, just look up. Have you seen the things from Marvel about this previs stuff they use now? Uh-uh. They've been using it for a while, but by the time the director gets there, like a year before, they already have the action animated and like they can program the camera how it's going to move during a scene and stuff like that for like big scenes because they can't leave that stuff to risk. And somehow, there still seems to be flavor when I'm watching James Gunn do one versus the Russo. Like, I know their styles, but is that coming from the previous? So I, I get what you're saying. Well, and you got to remember who, who we're talking about here. It's Warner, yeah, Warner Brothers property. Well, Legendary is not just under... Yeah, Legendary is on its own these days. And it's worse than it was when it was with Warner Brothers, in my opinion. Because <laughs> Pacific Rim 1 was like legendary Warner Brothers tie. And again, if I'm misrepresenting all this, okay. Like, But from the way I remember it rolling out, and I didn't go back and do homework on timelines or anything. Yeah. But, I mean, legendary and Warner Brothers, that's when we got our Batmans with Bale. That was legendary pictures and Warner Brothers working tight. At some point in the mid-20-teens is when one of the Chinese like movie companies bought it out and that's when we got stuff like Pacific Rim 2, which is just as nonsensical as Independence Day 2 and, and King of the Monsters and stuff, where it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, we don't have to make this make sense as long as the next thing goes boom and, you know, we move across half of the world real quick. Every time, you know, it just, it, no, yeah. no regard for pace and weight and things oh. like that that these other two movies have. Well, we get we've been getting a little bit of that in other other franchises as well. When I I went to go watch, I was not going to go watch it, but some friends of mine wanted to go watch it just for the lulls, and I was like, okay, let's go watch uh, Rise of Skywalker then. Wolf, yeah, Wolf. Let me tell you, as someone who's actually aware of things and how the universe, or at least the galaxy, if you will, of Star Wars works. I was like, this movie takes place in like 16 hours. 
do you know how long it takes to travel these distances? It's it's shorter than what like Star That's, Trek does, or like you're talk, you know, you're talking in, about the in, Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Both did that. Yeah, both, both of them did that. Both, both of them did that. But they did it in such like in in Rise in um in the Last Jedi, they don't give you a whole lot of actual timeline, like when it comes to how long things have to go. In Rise of Skywalker, I I because this is one of those things I picked up. I was like, oh, they have they they're actually giving us time limits here. They're talking about time limits, how long they've got till this thing happens or when they got it. And I'm like, uh, well, that's too bad because you're on a planet that's nowhere near where you need to go. Um, <laughs> and, and they were traveling all these places. I'm just like, man, even wow. though even though in, in, in Star Trek, in current Trek, at least in like, let, let's say as of Star Trek Voyager, going from one end of the galaxy to the other takes about eh, roughly 70 years, right? In Star Trek, it's always been shorter because they've been using this thing like a hyperlane kind of stuff. I'm not going to get too much into it, but the, it at least takes a week, one week at least, to get from maybe the inner core systems to the outer systems. So it's about a week's travel. And they were talking about bouncing all over the place, and they were doing this in like less than a day. <laughs> it's like, because they discovered ludicrous speed from Dark Helmet. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. That and then that's part of this whole bouncing around stuff. Yeah, like, I know. They people they've they've totally one of that's been one of the things they've sacrificed to get their is like, you know, when 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 writers write themselves into a corner, if you will, it's like, oh, we gotta get this character here. How do we do that? They're over here. Oh, and this that's basically what they've been doing in a lot of different franchises. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know. The, it's so a, this, it's it's make believe. It don't matter. You mentioned that and like, like the canon the, kinda the, does matter. <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned that with the Star Wars movies, and the same thing happened in the last season of Game of Thrones, where it was, you know, a three month journey from uh Winterfell to King's Landing and they make it in like eight minutes. I, that that all started so. to speed up, I felt like in season three and then aggressively more but like here's the leash i'll give game of thrones especially seven and eight just like doing fast travel everywhere eventually when you're doing tv scenes uh, eventually when you're doing tv seasons people got to start moving on to other you know things or you're gonna have to recast them and so we were either gonna get you know a season to journey somewhere or we had to get it done they definitely sacrificed some of the favorite things, which was character development on the road and things like that. I get quality. Right. But (laughs) I'm just saying like fast travel was kind of necessary there, but there was still passage of time. We just didn't live it. Yeah. We didn't experience the passage of time that they did. Uh, Which was, which is what I gave a lot of leeway, even though I hated the movie anyway, uh, the last, the last Jedi. It's like, Oh, we didn't, we don't actually know how much time's passing here. Yeah, uh, and a lot of this stuff. But in uh, Rise of Skywalker, they give us the timeline, and that was the huge mistake because I was like, "You're not doing this in like a day, (laughs) a whole movie in a day." (laughs) It's not good, but and yeah, so this fits into. I liked it more than the second one of the new ones, but it was just because it was so fast and so explodey. I just was yeah. like, okay, that was enough. Like I had a fun time on some of it. So whatever. 
well, folks, I, getting back to the movie we're talking about, I, right, I'm predicting yeah. we're probably going to see a little bit more of that in this one too. I know, and that's why I, <laughs> that's why I come back to. I'm excited to see the seeds of this interact. I'm worried that it's going to be more King of the Monsters than it is going to be 2014 in Skull Island. So that's kind of like my final summary on there, and we can, you know, we can come back to that after it airs. But what it, what do you? Well, you can Brian. try to do what I do, and that's what I did with King of the Monsters. Is why I was able to enjoy it as much as I did, which is uh, I tuned out when people were on screen. It's a lot of like yeah. I said, I was just bored. Like it, the fights didn't have weight. None of the actions had weight. When, mm-hmm. when the when in 2014 when they fight, there is struggle, there is sco- scale, there is awe. Yeah. None of that existed in King of the Monsters, and if we're missing that again. I I know this is one of those well crap I grew up a little bit but I just don't care as much you know like mm-hmm. uh, yeah well I I think there was some some weight to um, you know you said there's not enough weight and scale in King of the Monsters I think there's some I think the problem is is that you bounce around the whole globe in the movie and you don't I just didn't focus. in the fights I didn't feel any of it and in and in in the other two movies I felt the combat I just. Well, that's yeah. I mean, like I said, I think it's just because you're you're all over the place in two hours. You know, you go from uh, I don't even know where they were to start uh, with. I don't know if that's what, I don't I don't I don't know if that's what he's saying. <clears throat> I, I I understand what he's saying. Yeah, I I get what he's saying, but I think that's why some of the the you know the fights and stuff were let down is because they're. Oh yeah, I was uh, I will not I will not lie. Even though it is. Uh, a movie I liked when it came to the monsters because uh, once again, I uh, ignore the people. In fact, when I watch it again, I always fast forward through that shit. <laughs> but uh, I'm just like, I just want to watch the monsters fight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the fights there, there was some cool stuff, but they didn't, there wasn't enough of it again. It here, flat. Here's my complaint. There's the, the cool stuff. There's not enough of like uh, it. They, they went a little too far. I think the scaling was a little off, but the idea was excellent. Where uh, King King Ghidorah or Monster Zero, both names are accurate, um, lifts Godzilla off the ground and is going to drop him. That looked mm-hmm. good, but I was like, ah, did they have to scale them down just to make that look all right? It it almost looked like they were too small. Yeah, I get what you're saying there. It was like, and, uh, you know, and, that, and would he really have flown that high? Would he be able to? I, I don't know. If this is a science thing. It was like, oh, you're, you know, but you just told us to ignore that crap, Brian. I was like, I, I know, but the, the, there's, 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 there's suspension. There's a difference, and there's limitations to suspension of disbelief. You know, and that's that's a, a struggle we're all having uh, between certain groups of people who want to change canons because they, I don't know just want to be i don't know and then then there's people who are real like we'll just say conservative of their particular franchises yeah and i'm just like well there's suspension the suspension suspension of disbelief just because there are dragons and magic in a world doesn't mean people can travel from one place to another in a, a short amount of time you know is it yeah there are dragons okay but uh then you want to change this one thing. I don't want to get into it, but it's just like, eh, you know, you gotta, you gotta make people. 
you got to make people believe, you know, mm -hmm. at least. And if you go too far, they're going to start going, eh, what is this? Yeah, and I, and, and I that, that, the, the height they got on that one was a little much for me. I thought, you know, they could, he could lift him about a mile up and that'd be okay. I think it looked like they went way higher than that. Well, yeah, and see, the thing I think with that, if when he hit, that would have destroyed everything. Yeah. Like, you know, the shockwave coming out of that would have killed that's what I'm all the people like, there. That, that, that was like, oh, man, he's going to be a meteor. He even he even gets some heat on him, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, he, he heats up falling. <laughs> so it's like he took him out of, you know, inner atmosphere and dropped him. And Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. You know, God. and when he hits, I'm just – because he's huge, right? I mean, Godzilla's yeah. huge. Nah, yeah. And so when he hits, it would have just destroyed everything else that was in the city and probably eliminated our – group of protagonists that are driving yeah. around it would have, it would have gunked up and, gears in the plane it would have crashed millie millie bobby would have been incinerated yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah i torn to shreds by three at least you know that kind of thing just like uh, whatever <laughs> so you mentioned that she stays right there in the war zone like i was surprised she just didn't start the machine and then run to her old house yeah I would like why she sat there i'm gonna wait for this big bad to show up even though i saw him wipe out everybody in antarctica it's all just dumb. Yeah, I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is the temptation to want to see it. You know, it's like, eh, I understand that. It would have been uh, your last sight. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> as long as it's good. I always said, you know, if I if I have to be around for the apocalypse, like what what end of the earth I would prefer? Like what end of the earth would you prefer? My preference, okay, and this one's it's it's very terrifying, but I imagine the view would have been wonderful. Um, it would be if the planet broke apart mm. and you could see all the innards start going off the space it, 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 it presuming I wasn't flung into, uh, the depths of space from whatever reason, like, uh, if, if the, if the spinning suddenly stopped or whatever, but if the planet just kind of started to fling apart, you know, and maybe in, in the last moments, I would have at least tried to soak in the view, <laughs> you know, that kind yeah. of thing. We go, um, so, like what we're saying, guys, is uh, I, I honestly expect a good good fight in this one. I, I really want to see him go at it. I, you know. I suspect three fights. We'll yeah. Get a, get, a, get a Godzilla on top fight. We'll get a King Kong on top fight. And then we'll get the fight of the, the mutual baddie. And then, then we'll get the handicap match with uh, Godzilla and Kong teaming up. Yep. Maybe yeah. it'll be oh, no, maybe it'll be a two-on-two. Maybe maybe Arthur and I are both right. Maybe. Get both mechas. Dude, Ooh, Lordy. Could you? It'll be fine. I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. One, I, of, I will my, be one of my it. favorite Godzilla movies when it comes to the fight lineup, not not so much the actual fight itself, but just the lineup, was uh, Godzilla versus Mega, Megalon. And that is... Uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for that one. Yeah, Godzilla. And it's, a, it's one of the shorter ones, too. Um, I had it. Yeah, Godzilla and uh, Jet Jaguar versus uh, Megalon and Gigan, and uh, that was I, I I after that I was like, man, I like I like the tag team. That's why yeah. I appreciated tag team wrestling. I had that VHS. Yeah, uh, that's funny. That's why you like tag team. <laughs> yeah, so you it you always want the entrance and everything when they come to the tag team fight. Hell yeah, man! I bet there's gonna be one. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be an intro. Yeah. There's gonna there's gonna yeah, be. Will be. Oh boy, I there's mm, like 
I think it, the fight stuff, I think, is going to be okay. I don't want to get. I think it might be more satisfying. It might be some of the best fighting we've ever seen in any of the Godzilla movies. Uh, maybe even including some of the previous ones or all the previous ones. Cool. Oh. Well, I'm uh, I think I, I think they know. I think they know what the stakes are on this one. And, but the problem is, I think uh, we might have well a little too much paint paint by numbers kind of situation, you know. And it might not be too as free form feeling, you know, as as we'd like when it comes to the actual fights between the monsters. In fact, uh, I want to see. This is what I want to see in the movie. All right. We already know yeah, from from the trailer that Godzilla, or something that appears to be Godzilla, wink, wink, is terrassing and just going crazy, and no one knows why, and they're going to figure out why. Well, I want to see if other monsters interact with him before King Kong does. I think that they go get Kong because other monsters have fallen to Godzilla as he's terrassing around. Mm-hmm. And I want to see those fights too. They're, they don't have to be long. You know, a couple of swings here and then, and then, oh my goodness, the big tusk mammoth guy's down. The behemoth's gone. You know, that kind of, <laughs> that I think we're going to see how it in the three up right at the end of a uh, King of Monsters where he just starts uh, <laughs> wasting them right there as they're bowed down. <laughs> All right, folks, crunch. Awesome. <laughs> He's just this again. I I don't see a way where this Kong has a chance against this Godzilla. You know they'll 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 work it out. But even if even if this Kong gets bigger, like this Godzilla just rules so much. So yeah, that's where my that's where my loyalties lie. Yeah, even though I like this Kong, Team Godzilla. Oh yeah, I'm 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 Team Godzilla as well. I I I would prefer it if he, even though this has been done before, it. Arthur, what Arthur said about Godzilla dying and then an egg or something—that's been done before. Got, there's always been son of Godzilla. In fact, in Space Godzilla, that's how the movie ends. Spoiler alert: <laughs> uh, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Uh, uh, there is a young Godzilla in that movie, and there's also the older Godzilla who's going thermonuke, right? And which one? Oh wait, no, that's uh, that's. No, that's not Space Godzilla. Space Godzilla is not the You're one where he goes Monster, uh, Monster Island or whatever? No, I'm talking about... Kid? It's Godzilla versus Destroya, mm. I think. Godzilla versus Destroya is the one where he goes thermo, I think. Because he absorbs a whole bunch of energy. He in does in Shin as Godzilla. well, right? N- uh, no, Shin Godzilla... Oh, Zach, have you seen Shin Godzilla? Oh, Mr. Fan hasn't seen Shin Godzilla? Oh. Holy oh. crap! That's the horror Godzilla right there. I uh, I got to attack him in a VR helicopter when I was in Japan. Oh, that sounds like fun. It was awesome. Was his tail turning into little Godzillas at the time? Jesus. Uh, he was just like, he did like a full... And like went red and then destroyed all... Like knocked us out of the air. I suggest... I went to go see that in the theaters. It was It was going around the country. And it was here for like one week. I went to go see it in Jap. It was in Japanese, of course, with subtitles. But uh, 
Wow, that movie is hilarious if you have to read everything. Let me tell you. It was it was heavily into the movie had commentary about Japanese uh politics administration and yeah. I wouldn't say the politics so much, but just how the administration just they just, they just bog down the bureaucracy, just bogs everything down. They never get anything done because of the bureaucracy has to go through so many channels. They have to have a meeting prior to the meeting they're going to have about what's going on in the bay, you know. And by that by the time that happens, they don't even do anything for two hours. Godzilla running through this like well, with this weird version of Godzilla is running through the city, and they they don't even respond to it for two hours, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but that that one's got the craziest and the most destructive Godzilla breath in all of Godzilla. Zach, this breath attack he does in that movie. Uh, to explain it, it's not really an attack. It's used as an attack on one occasion. It's also used as a way to cool him off when he's overheating, so he doesn't have he doesn't like. When he does it to cool off after taking some hits or something, it just like, oh, Arthur, how do you describe it? It's just like watching, if you could watch the apocalypse pour out of something's mouth, that was the breath. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It, it, it starts off as a regular fire, Zach. Then it starts to really pick up power and it turns into a butane lighter like flame and it Damn. just almost turns into a beam like a like it, it it's it comes out and it's na nasty and it um probably just creates like firestorm destruction that's about oh, i can't even recall if i was looking at it right now i'd be able to be more accurate but i'd say oh god almost a hundred times bigger than he was it was just a huge, just destroy this whole part of the city. And all he was doing was did the beam and then face down to pour it down almost directly in front of him. And it just spread and it just destroyed everything. It was, it was, it was gnarly. It was, it was crazy. There's no monster fighting. And I love that Godzilla movie. It's just so. I will insane. have to check it out. Yeah, he is. It's, it's pretty funny too. <laughs> If, if you like watching people be overly bureaucratic. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the people, there's a lot of people stuff in that too, but the people stuff was uh, a commentary about people stuff <laughs> rather than just some contrivance in the movie. Yeah. Zach, have you, have you said, what, what what was your theory? Uh, you, you you thought what was your theory, Zach? You just so my theory was that uh, <clears throat> basically they uh, pissed off Godzilla when they blew up his oh, home, yeah, that's right. that's right. and now he's going ape and he's taking out everything and you know the other monsters and they have to bring in Kong to. I kind of want that to be true. I want to see him hope. go home and do like a honey, I'm home, and then like just get pissed because his palace is broken. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Well, I, I mean, that's I, obviously where he hibernated, and they brought him out of hibernation when they were doing that. You know, they dropped the, the, you know, the. Oh, that the is also World a War II. to the original Godzilla movies, by the way. In in uh, Godzilla, 
uh, King of the Monsters, the uh, Oxygen Destroyer, is used multiple times. Uh, that's a that's a that's a when they pull, pulled the Oxygen Destroyer out, I was like, oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you were at that point in the movie, I already knew they were pulling from a lot of old old Japanese ones. But when they when they did the Oxygen Destroyer, I was like, oof, because the Oxygen Destroyer has a lot of uh, side effects in later movies as well. In fact, that's what Destroya, Godzilla versus Destroya, is created from is uh, remnants mutations uh from the oxen destroyer's original use on the first godzilla maybe that's what's going to be in the movie who knows maybe but that's them fast forwarding they're also taking it a little fast i don't know if they should have done the king of monsters quite yet yeah exactly but uh, do what arthur i said i agreed Oh, yeah. I'm, I, all I know is I'm stoked, guys, and uh, we have a few days, and it'll be dropping. So I'm going to endeavor to see it in the theater because that's how it's got to be done. Yeah. I'm not. I'm going to watch it from my couch. Yeah. Well, I, I've got to go into a theater because the only reason I'm going to see this movie is because of the monster fights, and nothing beats monster fights in a fucking theater. So that's True. two f bombs in the. Mm-hmm. Lost now we're rated R. I know. Rated R. So we're all looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another guy. Uh, anything else? So have you? I've got to ask. So, Zach, uh, mm-hmm. I, I take it you've seen at least the first run of Godzilla, where it's the rubber suit. Well, they're all rubber suits, but uh. Yeah, it's uh, the, man. The I'm you're looking one, right? You know what I'm talking about. I have seen the original Godzillas. My nephew has them all. Um, he he's a huge Godzilla fan, but I watched a lot of them back in the uh, like when the '90s and the 2000s. I watched a whole lot of the older ones in the early 2000s, and then I kind of oh man, I, I lost track for a while. A kid, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I remember no, there I mean, was, no. What I'm talking about is are you are you aware of the the three Godzillas? Um, well, there's there's the the first run. When I say run, yeah, I mean I, the series of movies. Yeah, I know there's a, they've they've re, uh, they've done several different runs of movies with the different Godzilla. Like, they've they've done they've done three primary runs, and then the there's another one that is a, a standalone. Well, there's two standalones now, I guess, uh, with Shin Godzilla. Uh, one of the oh man, it's just some of the, some of them I really like the 1980s ones that that particular that middle one is basically one of my my favorite series of godzillas and the the 2000s are right they kind of went weird with godzilla final war do you ever see that um i haven't i know i need to i've seen clips from it it's got Zilla in it, which is yeah. the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. He's one of the monsters that goes up against Godzilla. That's I kind of liked that idea of that happening. And in that movie, I had the same complaint. I was like, "There's not enough monster fighting in this movie. There's too much of this 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 weird alien guy with his hair. Mm-hmm. I I don't need these. I don't need these people. There's too much. There's too much people interrupting my monster fights." Right, and that was in one of the Japanese Godzillas, but that was one of, like I think that was the last one they did, ex- after or before Shin Godzilla. I think it was the last one. It's the last. It was like the the 
end of that particular Godzilla, the third Godzilla run. And they kind of went, they had had some old favorites of mine. It had uh, King Seesaw. That was in, that was in, uh, I think it was Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Yeah, that was the, uh, yeah, the first Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. It, it was a two on one, by the way. I believe it was Godzilla and King Seesaw versus Mechagodzilla. I think that was the first Mechagodzilla movie. Now I'm just kind of rambling on about older Godzilla movies. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yes. let's, uh, let's bring it home. Yeah. Um, is there a PSA for uh, a Godzilla versus Kong? Yes, folks. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> no, get Perfect. them up. <laughs>